Pickaxe. This episode of Dungeons and Randomness is brought to you by Easy Roller Dice. Guys, we have been talking about Easy Roller Dice for a few weeks here, and I think you all know how awesome we think they are. They've sent our whole crew a bunch of merchandise. We have tried them ourselves, and we know these are just the pinnacle of D&D merchandise. They feel great when you roll them. They look brilliant. They're in these beautiful cases. It's just, it's all wonderful. We should be posting something soon that we recorded at DragonCon, where we were actually rolling these dice in person while we played a game. It was fantastic, and we talked about how great the dice were as we were playing. That's how cool they are. They also have these really awesome dice trays that look great. They just had a Kickstarter for those. And they have a Twitter, so if you go to at EasyRollerDice on Twitter, you can follow them. I'm sure they post a lot of sales and all their new merchandise. Go give them a follow. If you don't have the time right now or the money right now to buy something from them, you might in the future and you want to keep these guys on your radar. So, without further ado, please enjoy the episode. Go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Bulgaris, the Wild and Druid. And Zach. What's up? I'm Zach, and I play Avalan Bates, the Human Fighter. And Jane. Hi, I'm Jane. I play Ephany, the Gnome Bard. And Bree. Hi, I'm Brianna, and I play Clara Rathdale, the Drow Fighter. And Jasper. Hey, this is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, Human Cleric. And Lisa. Hey, I'm Lisa, and I play Ellerath Beastinger, the Halfling Barbarian. Oh, boy. Okay, today's going to be big. Do you know why today's going to be big, guys? No. Oh, I couldn't guess it. Well, there are certain things on the show that we just don't get a chance to get to, right? There's stuff that gets glazed over, or people just, um, nothing, nothing takes them there. Nothing, we don't go there, so it's just stuff that gets skipped over. It has been four years since anyone's traveled to the wastes or even that's true yeah no one's gone there four years of real world wow. time beyond oh, wow. that yeah. oh, real world real world I didn't think time. about that <laughs> yeah four years guys 2013 i believe was the last time anybody's gone there guys we're so cool <laughs> we're bringing it back Moreover, it's been a it's been a huge time for change in on a call and i'm hoping i'm hoping you guys get a chance to see it We'll see if we get there. We'll see if you get there. Now, the journey from Whitehedge to Onacall is going to be, uh, it's going to be a difficult one, right? Whitehedge sits uh, fairly close, uh, fairly close to the border of something called the Wastes, which is this huge desert expanse. Obviously, you have to travel south to get to Onacall, and that's, uh, that's near the Razor Mall Mountains. So there's a lot of stuff that you've probably just never encountered. Uh, because it's not really a danger in uh, in much more hospitable areas like, you know, journeying from Lockford to Brightport, anything like that. You probably just wouldn't see this kind of stuff. 
Uh, so my question to you is, is there anything you would like to do before leaving Whitehedge and traveling south? We already, like, talked to somebody about being, like, a guide, and, like, he just kind of basically gave us information, right? Essentially gave you some tips, some pointers here and there, which may prove helpful. Charles Tully was the uh, was the gentleman's name. Been retired now for a couple of years. Just uh, kind of oh, yeah, got out of the game. Yeah, that was it, was, it was the guy from the cart. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to sound like a, like a silly question. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go ahead and ask it anyway. Okay. So in Theria, I'm assuming Whiteheads has something like an apothecary or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do they have something that's kind of like hand sanitizer? (laughs) I just cover all of our bases. Ham sanitizer? Ham sanitizer, yes. Ham sanitizer. This ham is filthy. Uh, Well, you know what? I'm not sharing it with you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I just pieced this together. Is this because you're near Ellerath? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't want to catch me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to a con in two weeks, and if you don't think I'm putting hand sanitizer on every time I shake someone's hand, I don't care if they're offended. Well, there's a couple <laughs> of differences. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's confirmed to have a plague. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> let's let's put it this way. This is uh, this is more of a fantasy setting. Obviously, cleanliness. It's not exactly the chief priority among people in this world. It look, if you're living in town and stuff, you basically just don't want to smell. You don't want it. No one wants to be smelly guy. So you 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 take baths or showers or something like that when you can. But as far as like cleaning your hand, it would be really tough to have OCD in this world uh, when it comes to right. washing hands. On top of that. If there was something that would just generally clean your hands, something like that, and I, I, I imagine there's um, something that could help with uh, basic infections, something like like a bomb, something like that created from right. uh, plants, it's not going to stave off whatever. It's not going to stave off sloth fever. Right. Okay. I was just checking. So right. I wasn't sure how far Theria was in the whole, like, we wash our hands after, like, pooping before we make our food, or if they were, like... I would say it's somewhere in the middle, right? It's not the hardcore Black Plague fantasy thing of just, like, I'm gonna spit in my hand and then rub your hair and all this weird <laughs> shit. But, Like, I mean, they boil water before they drink it. Yeah, th- there's but basic they're not up stuff. to, like... Yeah. They don't have the polio vaccine. We probably vaccine. all have... <laughs> right. We probably all have pleas. Right. And <laughs> I... Fair. The other How thing is... Guys- <laughs> the sad fact is there's a little bit of um there's a little bit of uh that 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 Christian science type of thing where it's like I'm sure the gods will provide like that there's oh, a little no. bit of that mentality kind of like un- an undercurrent of that um combined with actual like healing remedies and and potions that type of thing so it's somewhere in the middle it depends on your belief structure now your best your best bet is just to stay away Right, stay as far away as possible. Honestly. Well, here's the thing: if Clara was the type of person to believe a certain mixture of plants or something like that would stave this off, that's one thing because it's kind of based on your belief structure. Right. Okay. There's one that was during the plague. There was one where it was like, oh, if you smell nice, like it's the smell of mm-hmm. death. It's, that's that, like, ring around the rosy. Thought... That's what that was based on. Yeah. Does that exist in Theria? I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, people have like flowers and, and, uh, we've established before that there are perfumes and, and colognes and stuff like that from, I, from mixtures of stuff. I will I smell lovely as my skin. already has a perfume. 
you were you were gonna smell fantastic. Uh, but Clara smells like musty and pine trees. Like it's a weird combination of both. I was gonna say sandalwood. That's ah! <laughs> um, is, she's is just that gonna that spray makes... that on her mask. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I just you know I, I figure it was worth a shot. Mm-hmm. Just just a little something. Yeah. Did we like? I forget. Did we stay overnight or did we just talk to that dude and then go? Okay, we're leaving. If memory serves, you were staying the night just because you got to sleep sometime, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, if memory serves. So I was yeah. going to start things the next morning. Yeah, uh, Kaluna would right. want to talk to Merrick real quick now that there's finally some semblance of privacy. Right. Because we've been on the road this whole time. Well, I am the way it was pitched before where you were dropping, you were dropping everybody off. But I believe I believe after the fact, something someone mentioned, it's like we might want to sleep, a good, get a good night's sleep before trekking into the desert, because I believe I laid mm-hmm. that decision on you right after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Cool. American Kaluna. Bring it. Oh, no, I hate being the first one to do role play. And I keep oh, I... putting myself in this position. <laughs> So, um, I imagine that it's the typical situation where, like, Kaluna and Merrick, like, shared a room, because yeah. they're bros. So, um, I don't know. Would you rather this be in the morning or at night? You choose. Um, let's, let's crash. And then, in early in the morning, like, Merrick's okay, gonna yeah. probably wake up and do his meditation thing, like, really super early before the sun's up. And... I would imagine, like, Kaluna would, would, whenever he's finished with that stuff, would probably jump right in. Yep, absolutely. So, as soon as Merrick's done, Kaluna would, like, wait, like, half a second, and then be like, So, uh, you mentioned back, uh, when we first picked you up, you mentioned that you were stressed again? You Okay. <laughs> Oh, and they're and they're definitely giving him a look that's like more than like are you okay? It's like are you are you okay? Do I do I need to be worried? Ah, <sighs> um, I know what you're saying. Uh, I, things have been fine. Um, the restaurant, you know, it, it comes and goes, and I get you know I, I kind of let it out. It's kind of like a safety valve to kind of boss everybody around. I mean, that's the thing about being a chef is you, you can kind of do that and people kind of forgive you. At least they stuck around for long enough, but I know what you're asking and um, it feels different. Um, it, there's been a couple of uh, moments where it's kind of like the old days. How's so well, when Merrick was talking about like how he takes out his stress on other people at the restaurant, Kaluna kind of started smiling fondly like, oh, okay. Okay, he doesn't know what we're talking about. So this this means everything's fine. But then as soon as he's like, no, no, I hear you. And Kaluna's like, ah, oh, shit. And they're going to look <clears throat> very, they're going to try and school their features to kind of look like, okay, this is fine. But you can probably tell that they're freaking out a little bit. So they're going to go. So it's back. Merrick is going to sort of drop his shoulders and, and look down and kind of, and just do a big sigh. 
And he's not going to look at Kaluna in the eyes, but he's going to say, I promise I'll talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it right now. And then he's going to take his silver dagger that he's had forever and ever and ever. And he's just going to kind of um, pull it out of its uh, sheath or off, off of his belt and do the little flip thing where instead of holding out the blade, he sort of flips it around to hold out the handle. Uh, yeah, the handle. And he just hands it over to Kaluna without saying anything else. I don't want to talk about it, but he hands over the, the dagger. Kaluna's going to take a deep breath and they'll pull out the dagger that they have too and just also just same flip thing and just exchange so that way Merrick isn't daggerless. And um, <laughs> as they're as they're sheathing the dagger, they're just taking another deep breath. And again, they're like schooling their features again, but I think they do a better job this time where they look, their face goes like kind of almost cold. And they're gonna say, it's, it's gonna be fine. We've dealt with it before, it'll be fine. We, we wish you would have told us, but it's gonna be okay. It's not a secret from you, and you know that. It's there just hasn't been any time, and you, they were you know letters. The sh- yeah, I kind of hoped I could push it away. Maybe I had some new strength, some new endurance. Maybe I kind of just wanted it to be gone, and I kind of wanted to ignore it. It's not a secret from you, so don't ever think that, okay? Um, But it may be best to keep it kind of just between you and me for now, right? Just like the good old days, huh? Just like the good old days. Scene. (laughs) And scene. Anybody else want to do anything? All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get ready and leave the small town of Whitehedge. And let's pick things up on the 19th of Yesti. You guys know the drill by now. Who would like to do me a favor and roll a flat D20 to see how your journey is going to uh, going to go for the next couple of days? I'll do it. All right, <laughs> Zach. Love it. Hit me. The pain. First dice roll of the night, everybody. Here we go. No pressure, go. Zach. But no everything pressure. relies on you. <laughs> hey! 17! Nice! Come on, when do I have a roll low? Come on. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> well, thank you, Zach. <laughs> You're welcome, just, you know. Yes, thank you. They don't come cheap, so, you know. <laughs> That's why you make the big bucks. Your yep. payment's in the mail. It's a pickle. <laughs> a pickle? Excuse you. Uh, it's a box of pickles. I'm not sure. There's a, a pickle in there. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. So, you guys are going to get on the road. You're rested. I mean, you're as relaxed as you can get. And things are going to go very smoothly. It's really sunny out, um, almost blindingly so. Uh, in some areas. And um, it's going to get a little worse uh, when you get to a point here. You're heading south 
directly. Now, there's a road that leads south, uh, but that's going to start transitioning into uh, from uh, from a really grassy. You'll you'll see kind of meadows and swaying fields of tall grass or weeds and farmland. And then as you trek south for miles, that's going to start to go away. And it's a little more barren. It's a little more empty. And then that's going to keep transitioning. And after a while, there's no road anymore. You're going to get to a point where there is no distinguishable pathway. And it's just, uh, it's just sand. It's just, it starts to transition. It's like little patches of grass and such, and then sand. Now, before you venture into the wastes, who would like to do me a favor and roll a nature check? Who is who would be the guide? Who would be the person that the party would look to? And it's like, I guess I know the most about this. I'll lead us through. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a desert, so I I don't think um, Avalan would know much at all about desert terrain. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Apparently, it's Kaluna. <laughs> it's got to be. All right, do me a favor. Roll a nature oh, check. No. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fitting. <laughs> that's uh, way more than a zero. That's <laughs> so Kalina does not come from the desert, obviously. Pretty much the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So um that's an appropriate role. Here's the obvious stuff. Um normally throughout a day. The standard adventurer drinks about a gallon of water. You guys are constantly on the move. You're walking everywhere. Uh, you eat about a pound of food a day, too. Uh, and that, that just comes from you burn way more calories than the average person. The problem is, in the desert, while you aren't going to need more food necessarily, you are going to double your water consumption. Now, up until now... I've just been taking care of that for you behind the scenes. It's nothing I wanted to bog down the uh, uh, the adventure with, considering most paths eventually lead to like a little stream or river, something like that. You can refill canteens. Everything's fine. That is not going to be the case in the wastes, and things are going to get complex. Yay. Yay. Can, I, can, okay, um, can I make an argument? Hit me. That, um, like, just to sort of figure out, like, Here's the optimum amount of water that we should drink to make sure that we stay alive and like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Would that be survival? To to roll and find out? Because listen, Mac doesn't know the right amount of water, and if it's going if it's going to be in our hands, mm-hmm. I'd like I'd like a safety net. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm 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 just a little. What are you trying to find out with a roll? Just, like, how to ration things out to Mm. keep us alive. And, like, in in case of worst-case scenario, like, we, I don't know, we take too long to get there. We'll still have enough water. Right. Okay, so, like, like, uh, like, oh, you might want to, you might want to not drink so much right now. Keep it for later, kind of a... Right. Uh, Do me a favor, roll a survival check. I'll give you, I'll give you some more in-depth details. Well... (laughs) That's not too bad. That's not bad. So here's the basic gist of it, right? It should take you guys almost four days to get from Whitehedge to Onacall. Now, that's barring that's barring any weather uh, weather setbacks, anything like that. You guys are traveling to the desert in a cart. It's mm. it, it's a little we, we don't know yet. We're gonna see. 
But worst case scenario, it takes you a couple extra days or a few days extra. That could be a bit of an issue. I'm already guessing you're taking a little extra water. Uh, since you're doubling your rations, you'd probably take double the amount of water that you'd normally take for, for a few days out. Considering you have a cart, you can actually store a few jugs of water on the cart with you. Of course, that's going to weigh more and stuff, but yeah. Now, again, like I said, two gallons a day for each one of you is the optimal amount. You can drink less than that, but every day you do that you're probably going to suffer a level of exhaustion. You need that much. Your body needs that. That is the bare minimum, two gallons a day, to get you through the desert. The hot, beating sun on you, wide open, no shade, all the time. Does that make so sense? So we, we'd have to mm -hmm. carry two gallons of water each on the wagon and you know, that's a day. day's worth of supplies. Right. So, okay, you know that big-ass pack oh. you carry on your back? Yep. One of the things you usually have is just a canteen, and the the regular assumption is that there's there's just like if you were hiking around in nature, there's streams and there's all kinds of stuff everywhere. So while you guys are marching, it's just normally assumed it's like, hold on, we're setting up for a short rest. I'm going to go refill my canteen. In the desert, there's no place to do that. So whatever water you bring with you is pretty much what you're bringing with you. Now, could we roll to find like a hidden mirage? A oasis or something? I mean, there's always the chance of that, because there is water well, in the like desert. Like beautiful elves and whatnot? <laughs> <laughs> ah, the elven desert orgy. Yes. Um... <laughs> oh, and now that's, we have our, that's, uh, our that's episode title. That's... <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's a major concern. Now, on top of that, with your, uh, with your nature check, Kaluna, Kaluna would know that there are things in the desert to look out for. Um... The problem is Kaluna wouldn't know exactly what they are or where they are. Um, they would have heard, obviously, uh, th their, their tales about, uh, you know, uh, giant insects and worms. Uh, blue dragons obviously come from the desert. And what they like to do is hide beneath the sand and uh, they feel vibrations above them and they will just reach and snap upward. Uh No problem. Yeah, and for those of you listening at home, I'm sure the first thing people are going to be uh, is jumping up and down about is spells like Goodberry and yeah, Create we should, Water. We should clarify on that that no one in the call is being stupid. No. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, that the only reason we, we, we need to clarify. It. it is being mentioned in the chat. I need to mention for everybody at home, this is why we removed spells like that, so that travel is a bit of a hazard, depending on where you go. Not impossible, just a hazard. Is everyone ready to keep going? Let's do it. Yep. Yes. Woo. <clears throat> All right. So what I've done is uh, it wasn't specifically mentioned in White Hedge, but what I what there there would be a uh, there'd be a few jugs of water in the cart on top of what you normally would bring. So I'll let you know when you start getting low, and yeah, it'll take you it'll. It'll take you a couple of days in. Easy. So, <sighs> the first day is going to wrap up beautifully. And, and that's pretty much going to get you to where the wastes really begin, right? Now, uh, you're basically going to have to camp. Kaluna, do me a favor. Roll a survival check. All right. 
That's that's a 16 for everybody at home. So Kelowna is going to look for a spot here. And um, every once in a while, you'll find a couple of rocks. You'll you'll uh, it's it's very spotty out there. And most of it is just dunes as far as the eye can see. It is so easy to get turned around and lost out here. The one cool thing is that there is a coastline that is a it, it's kind of a sheer cliff. And what what some people do is you kind of get driven to the brink of madness because you're in this desert, but you can look and just miles to uh, to the east is an ocean. But there's there's a sheer drop off a cliff to get to the the, 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 the wet rocks beneath where you could even get to some water. So there have been people who have just went mad in the desert, needed water, and plunged off this cliff just to try and survive the fall. So, yeah. It is an ocean. It's salt water. It's <laughs> salt water. Okay, so that would just make us sick anyway. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, it's just you don't think about that when you think, oh, there's water. At least I right. can get cool. At least that you, you just don't, yeah. Listen, Jason, some of us are gamblers, all right? <laughs> you just gotta go for it. Well, there's ways you could treat salt water to drink it. You can boil it, and, like, you could separate, you know, like, the... there are things. Okay. Is that a thing? Is that not a thing? No. No? Oh, well, then I'm, mis- I'm misinformed. <laughs> I, I... It wouldn't remove this. The only way to remove it is, like, reverse osmosis. Really? Okay. There's like, there's ways online, but most of them involve like plastic wrap and shit. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, do that, we have? Oh wait, I should just trust Lisa. That's her job. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to help, and then I was like, wait. Mm. That's, that's like, like if I started um, correcting Jasper on like v- volcanoes or something. Like I'm pretty sure they have lava free. in them. I'm probably uh, Let's just chalk <laughs> that up to one of the many things I don't know in this world. <laughs> just very you know desalination plants. <laughs> Jason, it's okay. I also I also thought of the boiling water thing. I'm glad we've learned today because yeah. otherwise I would have tried that someday maybe. Guys and don't drink salt water. Called... Lisa, are you aware of the evaporation distillin distillation yeah. method? Yeah. Can we yeah. set something like that up with all the still? Do we have a still with us? <laughs> somebody a brewer? For all that moonshine you guys have been making in your spirit. We'll just side. actually just drink the steam. We'll just <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Um, and I swear to—I swear to you, this is not a penalty. Mm-hmm. I need you to roll an endurance save. Who? Um, Hellerath. Oh, okay. That'll show you. That'll show you. I, it's not, it's, uh, I need you to roll a con save because uh, we're gonna get ready and see how this disease okay. is progressing. Is it just a flat con save? Any bonuses or anything, or uh, just just flat? Well, okay. oh, no, wait. You've been in the cart, so like, yeah. here's the thing. This is the last day. Oh, man, I hate to do this. This is the last time that that's going to come in handy because now the hot sun is going to be a problem. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is the last time. Okay. So give me that con. Give me that con save. Roll high. So just a flat con save. Sorry. Flat con. What? Uh, what? Plus one. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. No, sorry. Plus one. Ah. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that's fine. That's great. This is going to be fine. Totally great. 
I was trying to save it with like that was an endurance that was constitution there is no endurance anymore. no I, I, that's that's what I yeah that's oh, what you I just know. said while I was typing <sighs> up that silly thing about boiling water uh... well uh, that's a four <sighs> for everybody at home uh, do me a favor roll one more oh, this great. is what, uh, what you, what's going to be happening to you visually well hi I don't want to look at you <laughs> Dude, that is so. It, Here we go. There we go. You look fantastic. Go. I look. Fan- I just feel bad. I feel like Tell that's me. not a good thing, though. Like you're like, I feel great, and you're just gonna fall over. You know, like we can't. There's no visual. It's not accurate anymore. Like you're gonna. It's better you for me. It it's better for me. She looks like the pretty, the pretty lady yeah. in every Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Like, like she, she doesn't look healthy. Here's the thing. But she looks know, beautiful, like Joanna. Right. Do you know the the the, the gorgeous, pale, like Countess, who's like <sighs> dab away just a drop of blood from the corner of their mouth. <laughs> Internally, their organs are liquefying. Like it's, it's all terrible. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. Oh boy. Oh no. On the way. Uh, holy lord! I I need to write some things down. One second. Should have never chimed in. No, that's this. You would have forgotten is... I was here, and then we would have made it all the way to Onacall, and it would have been great. Don't worry, he has it written down. Yeah, Jason yeah. was like, "That's something for all that lip." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, know some people took water. some people took that seriously? The thing about Jasper, it's like that's strike too. Like, I was like <laughs> really? <laughs> someone wrote in. It's like I don't think it's fair that you punish players for speaking. It's like Jesus Christ, like. <laughs> Did they need to listen to the behind the scenes more? Because Jasper's a dick. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like That's the true. sweetest dick in the world. He is. Oh, thanks. Chocolate flavor. I get that a lot. <laughs> oh. Just a anyway, caramel dick. Anyway, not all inside um, liquefying. Speaking of <laughs> sweet dicks. Speaking of sweet dicks. So, uh... Sweet pickles. Quickles. Okay. <laughs> dickles. Damn! Oh, no! Let's go. Just... You guys are gonna. <laughs> Everyone, shut up! Jason's dying. I'm so not editing this. <laughs> I actually think it will be your turn, Dad. Nope. It is, though, because I'm doing the group A. I'll do the group B. <laughs> So you guys are going to have a lovely first day on the road. It, it, you know, just just sunny, kind of a breeze coming in off uh, from the east. And the first night you stop, Elrath is going to uncontrollably start coughing uh, to the point of vomiting. Oh. Uh, and there will be just a touch of blood uh, in there, just un uncontrollably, like. It'll be hard for her to catch her breath, and this will go on for minutes and minutes. Just, it, it, it'll be one of those things where she breathes in, and you can hear kind of like a liquid, like a rattle. And it is probably very apparent to the group that she's getting worse. But she looks gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Her hair is amazing. She's got a glow <laughs> about her. She looks fine. Um, Once she wipes the vomit off, it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's, I love it's, that lipstick. Got out of your system. Yeah, it's like a she's all that moment. Elrath just, <laughs> just <laughs> takes her glasses off. She comes off. walking down the steps from the cart. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's it's it's obviously getting worse. As a result, we're going to add a level of exhaustion to Elrath. Oh no. Now, this isn't too bad at first. Essentially, you're just going to get a disadvantage on all ability checks. Unfortunately, that could come up sooner rather than later. You never know, but it's it's just a thing. The best you could do is just keep getting rest. Just just hope for the best. How would everyone react to this, by the way? I've already been imagining Merrick watching this happening and, and feeling very, very torn because he would want to go over and help, right? Like, just comfort, you know, like, I got you, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But I think he would also not, he'd be paralyzed. Because like, if he went closed, it could end up being that he and then anybody else could get right. affected. So yeah. it's like, like he would, I think he would, his face would be contorted in like, serious pain like I want to help you but I don't think he would say anything I think he'd be embarrassed I think she'd be trying to like if when the vomiting did happen I think she would try to like lean over the cart and like throw an arm behind her to make sure like nobody <laughs> cause like she's super worried about getting everybody else sick like she hates every part of this but she would hate it more if somebody else were like to get it from her mm. So she's, like, throwing up and coughing over the side of, like, the cart with, like, an arm behind her, like, don't touch me. I think as soon as, like, all that mess started, like, I imagine when the coughs first started, Kalina would have been like, okay, she's coughing, you know, whatever. It was bound to happen. But then as it gets progressively worse, Kalina would have been like, oh, and kind of, like, scooted away a little bit. Not, like, even trying to be subtle, just sort of, like... Let me just get away from this. Thank you. <laughs> and then I think uh, once Elrath was done, they'd they'd give her as wide a berth as they could to like loop around to the other side of the cart and sort of like try to toss sand onto the vomit from like a distance. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I know we're trying to move away from the whole, like, Kaluna is an animal thing, but I imagine kicking. I know I shouldn't. They have, yeah. like, I imagine, like, like, little doggy box. kicks. This is fair, though, because Kaluna has huge legs. They are so long. They are probably, like, the strongest limbs they have. <laughs> God knows. Lives. Yep. They do. <laughs> um, I imagine the whole time that Elrath is uh, feeling sick, Clara's actually going out of her way to, like, kind of not acknowledge it. Like, in my experience, the best friend is the one who doesn't make a big deal about these kind of things. It's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to look and, like, figure out which direction we're headed in, like, see how high the sun is, all of that. And then when Elrath is finished, kind of pass Elrath her water. I imagine we're all drinking from different water things. Mm -hmm. And just... Are you all right? <sighs> no. <clears throat> I'm alright. I'll I'll be okay. <clears throat> Poor sweet baby. Um, like she doesn't want to talk a whole lot because she's afraid of coughing again. Right. Clara will help her get back into the cart and kind of just make sure she's settled before they start moving again. Because the only thing that can help is getting Elrath help. Yeah. Avalyn is a. Uh... Uh, horrified basically he's he's seen danger before but it's always been in a form of, a, of an organism at least so having something that he, he can't 
it's it's not even magic, right? To where like magic, it'll at least have a flashy effect. This is all happening inside her in uh, her body, and um, he he doesn't know what's going on. So he's just he's not a healer. He's not a you know he he doesn't know what to, what to do. He can't fight anything. So he's just he's just hanging back. But his sense of his his uh, sense of urgency has like gone up to a ten once he's once he's uh heard all like the the rattles inside of her. That's that's what really gets him, because he doesn't know what's going on inside. Like, how could you, you know? Yeah. She'd probably use, like, just the tiniest portion of water, because she doesn't want to waste it, but, like, just to rinse her mouth out just a little. Just like, and then try and take a sip, because she doesn't want to drink too much on a stomach that just threw up. But she knows she needs some water, because otherwise she'll get super dehydrated if she's just throwing it back up. Well, the good news is, that's one day down, and everything's looking great so far. I mean, most things are looking pretty great so far, as far as travel. On the outside. On the outside, they look great. <laughs> <clears throat> Elrath's ready for picture day, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, so... Nighttime is going to set in. You guys have set up camp. You're you're doing all that. You're taking care of Elrath the best you can. This is the first time sleeping under the stars in uh, in in the desert here. It's kind of the cusp of the desert, but you're you're still there. And it's going to get uh, it's going to get a little chilly at night. It's uh, complete opposite of what's going on during the day, and it's a little weird to set up your bedrolls in the sand because it it's. It's almost cushy. It's 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 almost because uh, when you're when you're setting up on solid ground, if you're sitting on a lump or something like that or like a rock, you gotta. It's like oh shit, now I gotta get up and fix this rock, this type of thing. In the sand, you roll over. It's like ooh, it almost it almost cradles, almost. Tempurpedic. It's. <laughs> and you guys are gonna get to the next day here. It is the twentieth. The twentieth of yesterday. Now. Here's where things are going to start getting a little more difficult. Because Alarath's condition is advancing, I am now going to be asking for a check every single day. Instead of every two days. Aww. Okay. That's fair, I guess. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, boy. Oh, so right, so right now. <laughs> no, not yet. Do you want it at the start or at the end of every at day? At the end of every day. Ha. <clears throat> we're gonna okay. make it we're gonna make it you know sporting we're gonna so okay. you guys are gonna get on the road here well so to speak and this cart this cart is having a tough time with the sand it definitely was not meant for travel in the sand the wheels are a little too narrow um there's a bunch of weight on it now because you guys aren't rolling in dough so what i pictured what you did was kind of set up like a like a barrel of water on the back of your cart and every time your your water skin gets empty, which is probably around twice a day, you dunk it in, you refill it. Right now, you've eaten into just just a little bit of it. Uh, your your water skins got empty. You dunk them in a couple of times, and uh, you you, you kind of almost a quarter of it is gone. But the problem is, it's not great water, right? Like it's yeah. it's a hot wooden barrel <laughs> of water. Mm. It's not, it does not taste great. Because I imagine you guys are mostly used to drinking from fresh streams and moving bodies of water. This is just a, this is just a kind of a, 
barrel full of hot, you old, know, it, old water, and it tastes yeah. like barrel. It it's just not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like taste. tea, but it tastes like barrel. Yes. <laughs> is there any mm, chance? Just like a treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taste that teak flavor. Mm-hmm. Is, is there any chance that this water would be unsafe? It, it it's definitely you. You probably got it from town. Is what I imagine. Okay. You probably got it from White Hedge. Loaded up. It's like, hey, we need a barrel. That you know, a couple of gold, and you, you you're all set. Um, it's definitely not unsafe. It's more. Yeah, so I imagine this is a uh, crappy wooden lid sitting on top of it just to kind of keep the elements off of it and yeah. keep, like, insects out of it and stuff like that. So it's bare minimum of safety. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, fun fact. If we did get water from the ocean and somebody could make electricity, you could put an electrical current through that water and you would generate chlorine gas, which would then disinfect it for us. Ooh. You're welcome. Ooh. It still might be dirty. Water. <laughs> or I could try to purify food and drink. Well, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I like the electricity well, the same one thing. better. It's... Yeah, I know it's electricity. It's electric. <laughs> it's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. I just I just rolled for a thing. So, your second day on path here to own a call, you're heading south. Oh boy. Okay. The sky is going to start to uh, start to get dark. And the wind is going to start picking up here and there just in in kind of sharp gusts where you're you're traveling along, you got your you got your old horse <laughs> pulling this cart and every once in a while someone's going to have to get out and just like, "Okay, we're stuck again. We got to like lift up on this side and kind of keep going." And it's it's slow going, right? It's not it's not great. At this pace, it may add another day of travel. Oh, no. It's not great. But the only other option you have <laughs> is to get out and walk, which isn't great for Hellerath. And you can't just leave a horse in the middle of the... I mean, you could take the horse with you, I suppose. But, so... I don't know. I don't think we named him yet, so... <laughs> I was just going to make that joke! <laughs> We're not sorry. Well the done. horse. Well done, sir. Hey, Colonel. Could we just put... Okay. You could put Elorath on the horse. You absolutely could. <clears throat> but then we had to like carry the the barrel. Mm-hmm. If we ditch the cart, we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. I don't know. Evelyn carried a, a bear medallion for a while. He could do it. <laughs> He's got quads of steel. Yep. to do me a favor. Roll a nature check. But you gotta. I don't wanna. That's mm. a whole ten. That's a whole ten, boys. That is the first time I've heard you say boys in that tone. It's like, boys? Like, you're always so confident when you say it, and this time you sound like you're both Oh, cry. see, you haven't, you haven't heard me play uh, Overwatch with Mids and Kelsey. She's constantly panicked, boys! Weather is, uh... Weather's something that obviously every adventure has to look out for. Uh, there are nasty thunderstorms. Uh, if you're traveling up north, it's, it's snow, sleet, hail, that type of thing. Uh, obviously, wind can be a concern in certain places. Take the wastes, for example. Because when you combine heavy winds and a storm with the desert, what you get is a sandstorm. Darude sandstorm? <laughs> I was going to make the same that, joke. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> we're all the worst. Yep. Do, 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 do. So here's, <laughs> here's what we're going to do. 
Oh boy. I want one of you to roll a flat D ten. Sorry, a D twenty is a I'll do it. Go ahead, Elrath. Why not? You said D ten, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's an eight. Nice. That's a B. Yep. That is how many hours this sandstorm is going to last. Oh, God, God I knew it. Damn it. Oh, I knew it. I, I thought so, too. I, you sound so happy. And then you just sort <laughs> of That's so not cool. Want to correct me on how water works again, Lisa? <laughs> I will. <laughs> I, I, if you want. I love you, though. Fucking please as hell with himself. I'm not. <laughs> Gotta remind you. Whose podcast this is, one way or another. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is Therian Water. <laughs> right. Done now. Jesus Christ. Okay. So do we have blankets? Well, you got bedrolls and stuff, and I would imagine that, uh, it, boy, your packs. Okay. So here's what's gonna here's what's gonna happen. This is going to sweep in, and it's it's only going to take a few minutes for you. Like like the, there's it's going to be kind of sharp gusts of wind heading toward. Uh, it's kind of right to your face, and it is going to pick up some sand every once in a while and just kind of sting. It's like ow shit, and it's only going to take a few minutes before you guys realize. Oh, this is getting worse. <laughs> this is <laughs> going to stop. And is this like three hours in or like five minutes? It's like five, two, like five minutes, because okay. it doesn't start where it's just like, and you're all blind, and this is a thing. What it starts out as is just a heavy gust every once in a while, then it'll kind of die down, but there's a slight breeze, then heavy gust, then it's just heavy gust, heavy gust, heavy gust. Until eventually, you guys are realizing, it's like, i got to turn my head away from this to get a breath of air. This is not good. And the sand is going to start to get everywhere. And yeah, the, the, the mask Clara is wearing is going to come in pretty handy because this wind is going to kick up and get really nasty. It's like sometimes, uh, sometimes it's going to gust almost to the point of blowing you back. Like this is getting nasty. So the first hour in is just, it's horrendous for you guys because none of you are used to traveling like this. It's going to slow you down to a crawl. So first off, let's see how bad visibility is, right? This is essentially how nasty this wind is. How much sand is this kicking up? So let's see. Ephany, do me a favor. Roll a, roll a flat D10. Hey, okay, so that's... That's eight. So... Essentially... You're only going to be able to see about... Let's see. You're only going to see about 40 feet in front of you. Uh, that's, not, that's not a whole hell of a lot. So, uh, imagine this is going to be... You're traveling and you could see forever, basically. Like, expanses of dunes and... I imagine you're just looking for a city on the horizon or whatever. And of course the, the, the ocean is going to be miles to the, your, to your east, but it, it's also huge and expansive. So you could see that. And then all of a sudden you can't see more than 40 feet in any direction. It's just, it's just sand everywhere. And half the time you're squinting. The entire party is going to take two damage. Now. And every hour that you're exposed to this? Oh, no. No. Uh, 
What? How, what time of day is are we at now? Are we getting closer to the end of the day? Uh, you're 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 right around noon. Okay. Oh, good. <clears throat> so eight hours of two damage minute. would. Uh, We're about to get probably destroyed. kill most of us. Yeah. 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 Um, um, okay. It could be a thing. Yeah. There are some things we could do. Like I mentioned, blankets. If we put blankets over our heads, that would help with the breathing. Um. Is the breeze coming from one direction? In particular, or is it kind of like an all-around type of deal? It's it's kind of an all-around type of deal. It's like being caught Damn. in a regular storm outside, where it'll blow this way and oh, then okay. that way, and that, just kind of yeah. That makes okay. sense. Okay. Yeah. I feel like so, realistically, Clara would only let that go on for like an hour or two before it's like we need to hunker down, get inside the cart, and just try to wait this out. I right. agree. Do we I'm have actually... like a feed bag or something we could put over the horses? I think mm-hmm. of tying a blanket over. To- yeah. There we go. Or yeah, or like a towel or a shirt or something. <laughs> no, there's, a bag, there's a bag and there's gag. There's nothing that calms yeah. horses down like covering their heads. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really, it's just really calming. We just, relaxing. We just knock out the horse for a couple hours. Well, here's <laughs> the, some the, the, two things. Let's let's, let's 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 break this down. One, the way the cart was described is kind of a flatbed truck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. So... We can flip it. That's well. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is what what I've been wanting to do is unhook it from the horse, put it on its side in such a way that we're making a lean to, and use blankets and whatever else, whatever canvas or anything else we have, to create something where we can all huddle in together, basically. That's what I was wondering about yeah. the directionality of the wind. Because I was like, yeah. if we could just put up and form like a wind block. Well, I mean, we may have to just like cover around with blankets or and whatever else we can and. Listen, I don't want to be that guy, but we're about yeah. to be huddled in together with uh, the bubonic plague over here. <laughs> She'll wrap herself, thank you. <laughs> like eight hours. She won't expect you guys to, to suffer with her. Aww. We don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. Like, everybody's got to get in, but we're just going to have yeah, to make it be that... I don't know. Merrick will be... He'll sort of be as close to her as... And keep the, her from everybody else, basically. She would probably just, like, burrito up and, like, try to sit as far away from you guys. Like, not to be offensive to you guys, but, like, she's well aware of how gross she feels. And so she doesn't want anybody to touch her and then get that. Hmm. So this is interesting. Let's explore this. Okay. So Explore the space. Explore the space. Let's just... Okay. Okay. So your plan is to unhook the horse from this cart so that you could then take the cart that is basically like a flatbed truck, I imagine. I'm, it's basically this a flat cart that you kind of have this water barrel on. And then you're going to flip it over and just try and provide some shelter for you guys, right? Yeah, we can use the barrel take... as yeah. part of the... Part of like the, to prop it up, yeah. Something, something to prop it up. Yeah, yeah. we want to keep the sand out of the water. Right, because I imagine it has like little, uh, like little guardrails, mm-hmm. uh, which people okay. could lean, lean on and stuff like that. So that'll help keep it, like you're not supporting it with your skulls or something like that, where you're just hunkered up, you know. So it's not crushing you or anything like that. So okay. Now let's see how long this might take. I would imagine with everyone working together, <laughs> survival. Okay, good. You know what? No, I'm just I'm fucking around. I like it though. 
Let's work with that. So, I would work with that eight, yeah. No, no, <laughs> it's a thirteen. We're going to operate under the assumption that the entire crew is working together, right? So, a couple of people are going to be needed to get this barrel. Which, by the way, oh boy, let's let's roll for something here. Okay, so some sand has gotten into this barrel. Because, again, there's only a little wooden thing on top of it, and sand is getting everywhere, right? It's, it's slipping in between the cracks of your armor. It's, it, it's, your, your guys are, it's chafy and uncomfortable mm. and just coated in sand. Not to, it it kind of blends with the sweat that's all over your body from just being in the hot sun all day long. It's an uncomfortable, shitty way to be. So you're all going to work together to, to sort of get this, get this horse uncoupled from the cart and then you know, work together, get, the, get this barrel so that it's not going to tip over or fall. You can't lose that water. And you're going to try to get ready and uh, move this barrel so that the cart will rest on top of that. Who would be moving the barrel? I will move the barrel. Definitely. Are you getting assistance from anyone? Avalyn will, um... Yeah, call help. over Clara. Yeah, I'm, I'm strong. Okay. I'm 15 strong. Okay, so Clara is going to assist Avalyn in moving this barrel. So what I'd like you to do, Avalyn, is make a strength check with advantage. And as long as you get... And 11 or higher? Everything will be fine. Oh, no. no. I'm not losing this water. Yay! Wow. Perfect. What? Gorgeous. That's a 20. So, oh, Avalan and Clara are going to help move this barrel with ease. Everything's fine. Just kind of plant it in the sand. Kind of give it a couple of twists so it really gets into that sand. And um, try to hold this lid down. And then move the cart so that it leans against that lid so that you're not going to lose anything. And you can all kind of hunker down. Now, this isn't a perfect situation, obviously. But it is large enough that it's going to block a majority of the sand uh, from everyone. I imagine Elrath is kind of hunkered, like, principally. Like, keep it, like just kind of keeping her out of the elements. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And she's trying to keep the elements of her from everybody else. Aww. The horse. Obviously, the horse can't be under here with you. Oh. Is the horse... Did you tie the horse back to the cart? Or is the horse free range? I figured, like, Kaluna was holding onto it until we figured out what to do. Okay. Yeah, I... At the risk of sounding like it's sort of revisionist, I, I honestly don't feel like we would have just let the horse go. Like, I, I think it would have so. been very much like... You know, because the horse could just wander for 40 feet and get lost. Yeah. Like, right? I think we're, we're keeping all that in mind for everybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's say the horse is tied to the cart so that it's not, it's not just going to wander away. The cart's heavy enough that the horse isn't just going to, like, run off. It's probably, it's probably going to look at it like, oh, I've been lashed to something. Mm -hmm. The problem is the horse is still exposed to this storm. And we will be making checks every hour to see how the right. horse is doing. But we did do the whole, like, blanket over its head, tied on by rope thing, right? Yeah. To make sure something it can breathe. Yeah, we're doing something to keep it as as best from the elements from its head. Sack. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you want to... I'm just going to throw this out there. If this is something Kaluna would do, would Kaluna want to try to kind of hold it nearby and, like, calm it during the storm? Because a storm will freak a horse out. Yeah, I imagine Kaluna has Kaluna's no like... animal anything, so... Yeah, I imagine Kaluna sitting, like, as close as they can to the horse and, like, trying 
to help it out as much as they can. Mm-hmm. You know, just like if it spooks or something, they just like you know the horse thing, the right, and like, just like petting it, just like even if Kaluna has to like get buffeted somewhat to do so, they're gonna they're gonna do whatever it takes to take care of this horse. Okay, that <clears> seems <throat> in character. Like I don't think that's meta. No. Kaluna so, likes unicorns and horses and murdering <laughs> elves. All the animals. And hates elves. I mean, we haven't addressed this. We need yet. to work through that, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah, gotta get You need to stop pissing that. in my sleeping bag. It's actually really <laughs> annoying. God, that would smell really weird. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh, boy. So here's what we're going to do. A couple hours are going to pass here. And this is unpleasant, to say the least. Because... To the party, you wouldn't have any idea how long this is going to stretch out. You have no idea. So it's just... After two hours of being trapped under this cart and just, you know, sand just, like, swirling everywhere, every once in a while kind of kick up underneath the cart, and it's like, okay, wow. Two hours of that? I would imagine at a certain point you're like, what if this goes on all day and night? What what the hell do we do? Like, what do we... We can't... You know, there's obviously... Uh, there's got to be a worry about Elrath being stuck here. Like, there's no forward progress being made. I just honestly could not imagine what a conversation in that wagon would would uh, consist of. You know, right? What do we talk about? Uh, yeah, I feel like it can't even be can't even do the silent. weather bullshit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Lovely weather we're having, huh? Yeah. What? Lovely weather we're having. <laughs> All right. Let's discuss this horse situation. So the horse is still exposed to this uh, this sandstorm here, and sandstorms are nasty business. Now, the horse obviously isn't going to be ta- wouldn't be taking as much damage as you guys because you kind of have bare skin. They have a slightly tougher hide. So every couple of hours, I'd be doing a check instead of every hour like you guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to roll a d4 to see how much damage the horse would be taking. One damage. Nice. Good job, Kaluna. Mm. Thank you. Keep it nice you. and calm. I will calm. take 100% credit for the horse <laughs> being sturdy. Mm. Well, if it were upset, it would start kicking and hurting itself. Well, that's what I we're about know. to test uh, Kaluna. No. Oh, shit. Did you think that this was just going to be a gimme? No, but I'm I'm still going to say, oh, shit. <laughs> I would like you to make an animal handling check. Now, the more damage this horse takes, the harder these checks are going to get. But right now, since it's just a storm, and obviously it's an animal, you can't reason with an animal. There's a fucking bag over its head. I want you to roll an animal handling check, and as long as you get a 13 or higher, Oh, that's good. optimistic. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. <clears throat> That's an eight. Hey, horse, calm the fuck down over there. <laughs> <laughs> so again, this horse has no idea what's going on. You don't put a bag over a horse's head most of the time. The most you have is, like, blinders and stuff. So this horse is just panicky. It's just being stung by sand, and it's it's <laughs> going to start to, like, pull and just, just kind of, like, just like, you're, you're going to hear it just make all kinds of noise. Every once in a while, it's going to slam its body into the cart, like, trying to negotiate. Like, okay, if I can't pull away, can I get closer and push this thing? Just, it's it's going to start to panic. You can feel it. I have a question, Jason. Yes. Is there anything that Kaluna could do that would make, that would, like, help with these checks? Like, could they 
I don't know. See, here's the thing. Under normal circumstances, you might be able to make an argument, but you're in the middle of a storm and there's a bag over it. All the negative See, things. See, I was th- like, I, I could think of like one thing, which is like maybe stand next to it. That and, like, might sort of help. lean against it like some solidarity. Might help. It's up to you. Fuck it. Why not, right? Okay. I can heal myself if I get too low. <laughs> so Kalina's going to leave... Oh, so let me ask this. So would Kalina pitch this to the rest of the group? It's like, I think I'm going to go out there, guys. It's going to get worse. Is is that a thing that would happen? Oh, I don't... I think Kalina might, like, glance over at Merrick. Just, like... Or maybe at everyone else, because I imagine it's really noticeable when the horse mm. is, like, freaking the fuck out. Right. I think Kalina would just look over, make eye t- contact with as many of them as they could, and then just get up and go over and just sort of lightly hug the horse okay. just sort of just give it context so it's like you're not alone here i am also suffering <laughs> we're good so this would be kalina kind of crawling out from underneath this cart and going out to to stand with the horse two more hours are gonna pass by here's what we're gonna do this is for kaluna Four and mm-hmm. so a total of six damage to Kaluna. Jesus, that horse is six. looking at you like, "Are you all right?" <laughs> <laughs> and this is for the horse. Four damage to the horse. You rolled a two after my four. Excuse you. No, you you've been out there for two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nobody now cheated, Jike. No, I just, I thought that the four was the cumulative for the two. Oh, but that yes, makes sense. no. So this horse is, it is helping a little bit that you're standing next to it. So what I'd like you to do is roll an animal handling check with a plus one. And as long as you get a 12 or higher, everything's fine. Before I roll this, <laughs> how, I, this is not me trying to wiggle out of anything. Um, How is the horse looking? Like, fucking scared, like very scared. But I it's, mean, like, does it look like it's gonna fall over soon? Like, uh, it's not looking great. It's it's definitely it's essentially the horse isn't gonna take too much more of this. I'll put it that way. Okay, so Kaluna is going to use a little uh, I think healing word. You can just do they have to understand you if you use healing word? I can't remember. I wouldn't say so. Okay, so yeah, Kaluna's gonna use a healing word on the horse. Okay. Just like a little, it's okay, it's fine, we're gonna get through this. Okay. And I guess I just do this. Four. So, okay, you're you're gonna heal the last couple hours worth of damage to this horse, and the horse is gonna get it back, and that's gonna kind of soothe the horse a little bit, because what you could see is, like, little, you could see abrasions on the horse's, like, hide, like, bits of, like, fur kind of, mm-hmm. like, bits of its coat kind of missing, and just, like, it's it's being, like, not to be gross, but it's being stripped away, thanks to the, it's being mm-hmm. sandblasted, essentially, and it's it's an extremely unpleasant experience. Kaluna is experiencing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Kaluna at least has the benefit of, I don't know, it's wood instead of skin. Mm. <laughs> Um, okay, so animal handling. Let's... Animal handling with a plus one. Twelve or higher is the number uh-huh. we're looking for. Uh, Thirteen. Hey, we did it, boys. 
So this horse is going to calm down a little bit, but it's 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 a combination of the healing and just you know Kaluna being right there. It's like oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, because this horse could be freaking out right now, and that would cause a new set of problems. Mm-hmm. A couple more hours is going to buy. So if you're keeping score at home, that is a total of seven hours in this storm. Jesus, seven hours, six of which have been trapped under this cart. I I gotta ask, what would would you guys be talking? What would you? What would the conversation be turning to at this point? See, that's that's the thing. I imagine we wouldn't say much because you know, you ever, you ever worry about something and you just it's kind of on your mind. It's kind of like that, you know. You just this the storm. Everybody's just uh, sitting here, I don't, waiting for I it feel, to be over. I almost feel like Clara would kind of try to get conversations going just kind of asking like leading questions like where did you grow up like things like that just to keep everybody chatting for that exact reason where she knows everyone's just going to be worrying and upset and so it's kind of like just a distraction tactic let me ask a question who would who would clara start with then probably avalon like of the group, besides Elrath, I guess Avalon's probably the one she's closest to because they lift all the heavy things together. That's right. Yeah, we you do. Li- That's the whole conversation is, you lift heavy things? Cool, me too. I bet I could lift a heavier thing. We'll, we'll test that later. But yeah, they, it would probably just be innocuous if she sees that morale is down, right? Mm-hmm. As it would be in this specific situation. I feel yeah. like it would just be a thing of, so where were you before I met you guys? Like Things like that little leading questions. Maybe like, how did you and Ethany meet? Things like that. Avalon, right now, he he's kind of doing that uh, thousand mile stare out, just like, it's where he, like, are we, is this car, like, are we completely closed where we can't see no. anything outside? No. Yeah, we can still I, see outside, right? Yeah, because it's, think of, uh, think of the car being propped up at almost a 45 degree angle. Oh, okay. Um, against this barrel, because it's the only thing you could position it, uh, position against. So you're blocked from a lot of the sand, but not all of it. It's just, it's a thoroughly unpleasant experience. Avalanche is doing that thing where, like, you know, you're, like, watching a TV show and you're just, like, enamored with it. He's doing that with the storm. And when Clara asks, asks him questions, he. He spaces out for a little bit because he's just waiting for the second this thing is over. Because like every hour that passes is you know another, another time we might need need to like dip into our water or stuff like that. That's what he's thinking about. Like this is just taking longer and longer, and like our water supply is going down. He's 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 slowly going into survival mode, and you can kind of tell like the bravado he puts up to where like he can have conversations, that's slowly starting to fade. He's, he's he's slowly getting more feral in, like, mindset, but he's he's trying to hold conversations. He's trying. And I think that might be a part of why Clara starts to do that, because um, she wouldn't make it a secret. She used to be a soldier, so she's kind of used to being in, like, tight quarters with a bunch of people with a bunch of different personalities. So... Maybe it's a thing where she kind of sees that that's going that way and tries to initiate conversation and stuff. Would you like us to role play that out or should we just skip over it? No, I mean, I that's what I was. That's basically what I was asking for, because you guys haven't been in a situation yet where you've really gotten a chance to know each other deep down. Right. So maybe it's the yeah. thing like 
Avalon's kind of staring forward. His eyes are getting a little bit more feral looking, like kind of darting around and shit like that. Yeah, he's, he was he was never trained in like that official way, so he's he's wearing it on his sleeve. Right. Sure. So Clara will see that and kind of cough into her hand a little bit. Not like I'm sick, but kind of like a... <clears throat> so, um, where are you and Ephany from? And she's going to kind of like nod to Ephany too. Like everyone can be a part of this conversation because we're going to try to talk through it. I'm sorry. What did you say? I can't uh, hear you. It's so loud out there. When do you think this will be over? She'll shift a little closer and she feels like she feels bad, but she's not good with people. So she's going to shake her head. I'm not entirely sure. Here, come on. And then she's going to actually legitimately snap her fingers in front of his face. Like, hey. Oh, yeah, that definitely, like, gets his attention like a laser to a yeah. cat. <laughs> Where did you and Ephany meet? So, uh, Avalyn will, will say, um, <clears throat> we met near Fair Bay. I heard her singing alone one day, and I went up to her. And uh, we've been close ever since. She she doesn't sing much. She doesn't. That's not her thing. She's more of a story storyteller. But her stories are great too. Clara's eyes will kind of light up. Like, okay, that seems like a thing. And she's gonna look to Ethany and be like, "So, what were you doing in the woods then?" And look, I don't want Clara to be shitty, but. There is a thing where she's like, you're so small. What were you doing all by yourself? Like, there's a little note of pandering, but she, she's not trying to. Uh, Ephany <laughs> smiles at that. She knows she knows what you mean, and she knows it probably wasn't the wisest choice. Um, and she'll say, I had been... I had been with a band. I'd been touring, um, playing different places with them, and I just... It was an alright life, but I just felt like I wanted more. I wanted something different. And I just, on impulse, set out one day. Maybe not the smartest move, but hey, I met Avalon. Clara will kind of look around and try to feel out the group. Like, what's Merrick, what's Merrick up to? Like, how's the group? I imagine Elrath is probably trying to sleep or something. I would hope so. Or at yeah. least just resting, just not being involved. But, like, what's Merrick up? Kaluna's outside. Yeah. And uh, so it's just the the four of us right now. Yeah, Merrick's doing exactly the same thing as, as Avalanche, where it's just it's just constant. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining truly trying to be in this situation if it were a storm or a sandstorm or, like, rain just pelting down and almost not being able to think because it's just just wait until it's over. So he probably hasn't said anything, or he's not, like, getting engaged. Like, yeah, that's really interesting. He's just, like, staring, trying to hunker down. But if you... Are you trying to sort of engage him? Like, hey, hello. I think if she saw that he was also doing the kind of zoning out thing, maybe she'd uh, turn to Ethany and be like... And she would ask, like, why don't you tell us a story, then? Like, she, she really wants to try to keep everyone from just zoning out and feeling like shit. But also, she's not good at people at the same time. <laughs> it's not like they're in a position where she can be like, I got a game of cards, because they're on sand. Like, that would be impossible. Yeah. So. 
I mean, and Merrick, Merrick is not being, he's not like angry or anything. He's just, just zoning out. out. It's been hours and hours of meditation time in a way. But anyway, so, God, this is hard because it's really, I'm really thinking, I don't know who would say anything under these circumstances. It would be so hard. Well, that's why Clara would be like, hey, you want to tell a story? Like that kind of thing. Ethany would like look a little bit unsure, like because of the storm, but she'd certainly try her best, and she'd she'd try and tell a story like that her uncle used to tell her, like like a tale of legend kind of thing, like fairy of old, something along those lines. Do you want to like roll and see how well the story is? Like, <laughs> obviously, it's not fair to be like, hey, Jane, come up with a story right now on the spot. I can barely role play on the spot, but we could roll for it and see how great the story is. <laughs> With my rolls, it's probably going to suck, but yeah, sure. But here's the thing. If it does suck, you can always blame the storm. It's like, look, I can't work under these conditions. I'm the talent. And you just... You just... I'll be in my trailer as you roll to the other side. <laughs> Put a sand blanket over you. Just burrow in the sand. So you know what? Ephany, do me a favor, roll a performance check. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. That's that's an eight. I mean it's not it's not amazing. So maybe you're 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 telling a story and it it could be something about it could be any number of things, but like let's say you're you're telling a story about uh, just a city. Just it's like, oh well, you know, we're going to own a call. Here here's the thing about own a call and it's like, oh a couple years back and but you you start you start to tell but like maybe you're maybe sand gets in your mouth every once in a while and you're like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Oh, and then and, uh, we only hear like every third word. Yeah, like the storms interfering with it. You're trying to you're trying to set a mood. It's like years ago, there, and everyone's like, "What?" And it's just, <laughs> it's terrible. Like it's just a bad condition to try and tell a story. <laughs> so so here's a problem with that, right? Like yeah, it's a low roll, and we can blame it on the storm. But like in Avalyn's mind, because like she couldn't tell her story well because of the storm, that just shows how bad this fucking storm is. And now he's just even more, like, oh man, yeah, he's worse now. Like this storm's fucking up my bard now. Ah, we gotta get out. We get the hell out of here. That's the last. Luna call. comes back into the cart and calms him down like a horse. <laughs> Roll an animal handling. Check. Starts his bucking. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, it's been a couple hours. I want to I wanna do a couple of things here. First of all, let's roll damage for Kaluna. That's a two oh. and, and a four. Another six yes. damage. Oof. Okay. Oh, Not good. Kaluna, you're going to be riding the cart once the storm is over. Oh, man. Listen, so, Kaluna has endured much worse than a storm. Well, at a certain point, i got to ask. Kaluna's been taking, yeah. like, it's been a while. What, okay. Would Kaluna say anything? Would it be like, ow? Like, anything? <laughs> no, absolutely. Look- I think Kaluna's just sort of... They would grit their teeth and bear it, but mm. they can't because they're spending the whole time just, like, shushing the horse and just muttering absolute nonsense. Right. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a series of words. Right. Just, like, just comforting, vaguely comforting words, you know, just like, it's okay, everything's fine. Yeah. It's kind of like the mama bear, papa bear thing, where it's like, my pain doesn't matter, I have to take care of this horse. Exactly. I like it. Speaking of the horse, let's see how the horse is doing. Horsey now! One damage to the horse. 
So at some point, there's no question that Merrick would check on Kaluna. I mean, I probably often just sort of like peek out just to see how it's going. But I think every once in a while, he's probably going to end up going out and just like, even if there's no word said, it's just like checking on everything for a second. Um, and I would expect at some point he would, especially at this point, you'd feel like Kaluna's not in great shape. Take, yeah. It's taken, <laughs> taken a beating, right? Yeah. Like, I think every time that Merrick checks, Kaluna's like, they're doing their best, but they're leaning a little more on the horse yeah, each time you right. poke this... your head out. And, like, you can see them every now and then, like, riding themselves. Like, nope, can't <laughs> lean on the horse. Horse needs to take care of itself. Yep. I, I would imagine there's also a look, like, since you don't know how long this storm, out of character, you have no idea. Or mm-hmm. in character, you wouldn't know. I would imagine there's, like, each time it's like, hope this ends soon. Like, you could see that yeah. in someone's eyes. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it, I imagine oh, Kalina doesn't even degrading. look over at the cart at any point. Like, they assume if if they're needed, someone's going to, like, scream. So they're just focused 100% on taking care of the horse. This is, this is a weird torture type thing. Where it it's, is. It's, it's, it's really... I can... I really can viscerally feel this, where everybody's just, like... Mm-hmm. Trying to ride through it, I can see people like rocking back and forth, like it's try- driving. Oh, Alan has been rocking. He's he's on wit's end. I might have to roll something here soon. <laughs> roll not like to a, murder everyone. A mental stability check or something. <laughs> so just really quick, uh, I mean, at, at this point, I think after this last round of of damage, I think the next time that Merrick would go out, I'm assuming it would be evident. Is that right? Like, I mean, he would be like, "Okay, you're not doing great." Yeah, I think like. Just looking at Kaluna's health, they could go for, like, another, like, the next two hours. And that's like, it? <laughs> yeah, if they took max damage the next two hours, then they'd be down, so they're looking rough. Yeah. Merrick's gonna go ahead and understand the situation, like, if Kaluna doesn't do this to the horse, then the horse could die or snap free, and this could cause way worse problems. He's just going to try to, to solve the short-term solution type problem, and he is going to cast Cure Wounds on Kaluna. All right. Spicy. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. real good. And also Healing Word on the horse as well to keep that going, too. Okay. Teamwork. It's a three. All right. Good. Nice. Got to right. keep it going because we got to get out of the storm sooner or later. Don't forget to check off your uh, your spell slots, guys. All right. Okay. Anyway, Kalina yeah. would definitely like. I think Cure Wounds is like a touch thing. I think, right? Fairly. Yeah. Cure Wounds yeah. is touch. So I imagine like Merrick comes over and like puts a hand on them, and they would like they sort of do a little jump. But they'd, like, try to restrain themselves because they know if they freak out, they're going to freak out the horse. And they start to jump and sort of abort mission. And then they'd slowly turn and look over at Merrick. And then they'd take a hand off the horse and sort of clap him back, like, thanks, bud. (laughs) They wouldn't say anything, though, because they're... They're so tired. Yeah, there's no point in opening mouths in a sandstorm. I think that's a bad Mm -hmm. idea. So after that, Merrick would just go back in and, and sort of get back to his place. All right. One more hour is going to pass. It has now been a total of eight 
hours in this Ugh. ungodly sandstorm. The day is gone. No matter what happens at this point, the day is gone. The sun has pretty much set. It's gotten darker outside, but the, the, the wind is still kicking up. Kalun is going to take four more damage. Man. You know, Kalun has taken, like, more damage than the horse, and I like to think that part of that is that Kalun positioned themselves, like, to partially block the horse. Right. Oh my gosh. Aww. You're a good horse, Dad. Listen, Mac has a soft spot for horses. <laughs> yeah, it's rubbed raw by sand, so... Mm-hmm. It's extra soft. It's exfoliated. <laughs> so exfoliated. Well, after... After this last hour, the wind is going to start to die down. And shortly after that, there is going to be an eerie stillness that settles in over the desert. The moon is going to be out, so things will be illuminated. And I would say after uh, after about five minutes or so, the group would realize that that terrible racket has stopped. That constant, you know, sand, just kind of a, just a constant a blast of sand every couple of seconds hitting the uh, the outside of this cart and the storm is going to be over what would everyone like to do Abilene crawls out just <laughs> freedom crawls out. kisses the sand then realizes there's more sand in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> you know what he he starts doing he as soon as the storm's over, he, he gets out a really frantic like and he starts grabbing um the barrel. He pulls it out and he's gonna start to try to reposition the cart to where it's ready to go as soon as possible. Yeah. Dig it out as much as, as we can. Miracle help with that. Ah. Interesting. Okay. Kaluna is going to uh, just sort of like once it's like clear like oh Oh, it's over. Kaluna's going to just sort of sag against the horse a little bit, just in relief, like, oh, thank God. <laughs> but just for a moment, and then they're going to shuffle over and take the blanket off its head and sort of pet its face. And um, Kaluna doesn't do kisses, so they're going to bump their nose against the horse's nose, just real soft, just sort of hold there, just, you did good. You did great. Oh, we got through it. You're good. They're booping snoots. Booping snoots. Boop the snoot. Okay. And then um, once Kaluna's, like, once Merrick gets out, Kaluna's going to go over to him and just, like, grab his face between their hands. And they're going to go, you okay? And just, like, looking deep into his eyes, just trying to, like, looking for any mental unrest. <laughs> No, this strangely, as torturous as it is, it's kind of meditative. You know, it's just having to be entirely present constantly. Like, there's no, you can't sort of like zone out and start daydreaming. It's sort of like, I think it probably was a good thing for him, to be honest, in a lot of ways. Um, Meanwhile, Kaluna looks like a little (laughs) frenzied almost, just like. So yeah, Merrick would would uh, say, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just glad that's over. Um, you okay? Everything okay? Instead of answering, Kaluna's just going to flop into the sand, and just sort of lay down on their back, just like we're done. 
Goodbye. <laughs> so Farewell. Merrick will know this well as a as a response, and he'll say, "Good, okay, good." <laughs> and then just turn the around. The real and... answer is no, but at, right. at least they'll recover. Right. So, are we setting up camp? Just to be clear, are we setting up camp for the night because it's nighttime, or are we going through the night? Avalyn, like Avalyn's body language is, it is clear he does not want to stay here for another second. Mm. He wants to move, even if it's an inch forward. Like he just wants to not be in this position again for another day because he doesn't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So he's freaking the fuck out. Right. Right. Here's a question. So this is desert land. Yep. Is it... I would imagine that the sky is really clear and the stars are out after this sandstorm. Oh, yeah. Um, is it bright enough that it would actually kind of make sense? It's like, well, we can, we can kind of can kind of see where we're going in a way. Oh, the moon's out. Like, you could... It's not like a forest, right? We're, we're not like going no. through and it's, it's all dark. It's more like, well, we're open. I mean, as long as there's something... Unless it's something beneath us. I right. feel like wide open desert with moonlight is like very well lit. I, that's I, what I feel. Should, yeah, we wouldn't just like start veering off into a different direction. I think we can I think we could make it. Well, that's, what, that's what I'm kind of uh, afraid of. Like we we're in that storm for a while. Like how do we know the direction didn't get uh, like did we do anything to like <laughs> like Well here's what we're going uh, to do. Oh boy. I love it when you say that, Jason. It makes me so happy. So it's real. I heard that little chuckle. I heard that. Yeah. Before we, like, commit to this, which I'm totally fine with, should Kaluna rest in the back with Alarath? Because I don't think Kaluna's at full strength. I think Kaluna would... Kaluna wouldn't be happy, but they're also just, like, so mentally worn down that they might... They, like... They put up, like, a very minimal fight, just like, but she's gross. (laughs) But then as soon as it's like, no, no, honey, you need to lay down. Kalina be like, okay, you're right, Mm -mm -mm, goodbye. Just do, like, the dude barrier thing when, like, two dudes sleep together in the same bed and they don't want to touch bits, just, like, you know, put something. (laughs) Back to back. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Well, yeah, we'll make a, we'll make a. a... Put the barrel in between us. Yeah, Elrath burrito. That's a good idea. Like from earlier, I think we're okay. I, I mean, I feel like we should probably. I'm guessing we should probably know what kind of direction we're headed in. If if there's any anything that's, <laughs> unless we can't tell where the wind's blowing from from the ocean or something like that. But I feel like we could we can make it, even with Kaluna in the back. Dude, I just want all these days to wake up and like Elrath's El- like faces in like the barrel of water. Like tainting it. I forgot. We're all infected. I've been doing this the whole time, you guys. (laughs) I've been living in this barrel. That'd be great because, like, we'd have no idea like how contamination actually works. So just be like one of those unfortunate things. Yeah, this portable bathroom's great, you guys. I'm so glad we brought it. (laughs) This is a really good idea. Uh, I think there's too much water in it. Next time, you know, be better with less water. Uh, sorry, okay. is that a party foul? Is that bad? <laughs> really save a lot of time if you don't wipe. Okay. Oh, <laughs> too far. Lisa, Actually, you're... <laughs> let's uh, let's talk hygiene for a moment. Um, no, 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 let's let's talk no. hygiene. 
For some so, reason, Lisa loves to describe Ella Rath's butthole. Like, not that's true. Me, like not anything sexy. Like, just how wet it is and how gross it is. Like, all the time. I mean, it's just so glamorous. I just can't not. <laughs> Imagine being coated in sweat constantly. And then when you're done the sandstorm, you are... Th- you are Covered in sand doesn't even quite cover it, right? Like, you guys are just, it's in your hair. It's like, it's in, it's in the crease of your eyelids. It's everywhere constantly. Like, you're just, like, it's, you could brush yourself off, but it's still sticking to, you'd have to completely, you'd basically have to take a a shower to get this off of you. And that's not an option. So you're just Uh stuck with this. And it's just, so here's what we're going to do. This is a fairly easy check. Getting back into things, I was going to ask Kaluna to roll a survival check for me. Now, it's um easy is not the word I would describe it. It's uh it's it's a slightly tougher check because one, you guys have been you guys have been pelted with this storm now for a while. It's also nighttime. You're in the desert, there's no road. Kaluna, do me a favor. <laughs> Roll a survival check for me. That sounds about right. Mm. Kalum is fucking wiped. I don't know why everyone's trusting them still. <sighs> well, I guess it's just because they took the reins on this to begin with? Literally. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Ah. I imagine Kalum is like sideways in the back, just sort of like laying down with their, like, legs kicked over the side. And they're just like, yep, mm-hmm, this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 does this look right, Kalina? Sure. Yeah. Basically just maybe pokes their head up. Yep, looks good. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um. Hours are going to pass here. Oh, good Lord. Hours are going to pass here. Um. Elrath, do me a favor. Roll, roll a con save. I just swear flat, to God, if you vomit on me. Just a flat con save. Okay. Was there advantage or disadvantage? I'm sorry. I had a second uh, glass of wine, and now I can't recall. No, no, just flat. No, no okay. advantage or disadvantage. Sorry about that. Okay. No, uh, don't be sorry. Here we go. Again, the number to beat is thirteen. Thirteen or higher. Okay. that's almost not quite there so even with a plus two because it's supposed to be a save not a check oh i thought oh 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 shit i'm sorry no that's wrong the whole time no that's fine i mean it's been it's been going really well up until now (sighs) lrs gonna be doing worse here do me a favor Give me another con save to see how you how you look, how this is going to... Okay. Yeah. Well, that's... She continues to look flawless. Dude. <laughs> she yeah. looks so good. This is, this is happening from the inside out. There's no yeah. question. You know what it is, though? It's those guns. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... you can't look bad when you've got guns that exactly. are that good. It's clean mm-hmm. living, guys. Just clean living. Uh, <laughs> It's all that avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> I personally sleep in a bed of avocado toast. That just sounds unhygienic. Uh, it's oh, good wait. for your skin, I think. 
So, Elrath's body is just gonna ache all over. Okay. It, not to mention the constant nausea now. It's every every few hours you're gonna have to just lean over the side of this cart to just blarve. Mm. And it's gonna feel like Elrath just got done this really intense workout all the time. Just like, oh Ugh. man. Like, you wake up the next day, it's like, oh my god, I can't bend yep. my legs. I can't. Like, this is terrible. But all the time, you're just gonna feel worn out and 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 just strained and as a result we're going to push you up another level of exhaustion so your speed is going to be halved and you're going to have disadvantage on ability checks nice this is starting to take this is what i get for having such a good (laughs) so did did we did we um all agree to uh leave in the night in an expeditious manner continue to go yes I believe. That's it's up to you guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, Avalon was gung ho about it. He, he never asked anyone. I just <laughs> assumed that we would try, and and if somebody wanted to not do that, they would they would speak up. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, rest is uh, rest is going to be an issue, eventually. Um, now, here's what we're going to do. We know that uh, we know the little bit of sand got into this water. Um, what I'd like to do is see how much. So, mm-hmm. someone, let's say Jasper, let's say Merrick, I want you to roll a flat d20. The higher this number, the the more drinkable this water is. The Now, obviously the sand is going to float to the bottom, like or, or, or sink to the bottom, but it's going to, it, it is going to be one of those things where you're drinking water and it's just like, mm, ugh, like, the lower the number the more sand got into this to this barrel. Alright, here we go. This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. No, hang on. Let me pick it up again. <laughs> no, I don't like that one either. <laughs> there we go. Alright, here we go. Okay, Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Boom. Oh, Eight. shit. You should have <laughs> taken the first grab, Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> so a fair amount of sand got into this. It's, I'd imagine it's one of those things where you guys get all done. And you, the first person to reach in, it's like, ah, shit. It's just and like it's, tiny particles of sand yeah, that, that, aren't, that aren't sinking yet. Right. So it's 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 one of those things that you, you take a drink and it's like, you got to filter it through your teeth a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now, yeah. So it's it's there. It's not it's not harmful. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Would Elrath be vocal about this? Because again, no one in the party would be able to tell by looking at Elrath. It's like, wow, you you are fucked up. But like, would Elrath be more vocal about this? Because I okay, eventually you're entering into zombie bite territory, right? Where it's like, okay, if I continue to tell them how badly I'm doing or how, how yeah they might just like end yeah. me are they gonna yeah so like um I don't think she would try to hide the fact that she's throwing up over the side but I don't think well, she'd say yeah. anything about the fact that she's feeling worse unless somebody asked her like if somebody asked her she'd be like I'm just I'm just real tired and like she would obviously look exhausted mm-hmm and she would be trying to get some sleep, but no, she wouldn't be like, I'm feeling worse, you guys, we need to step this up, but she wouldn't be trying to hide the fact that she's throwing up either. She just doesn't want to make a big deal out of it. Right. 
But if uh, somebody tries to like sit next to her, she'll probably be like, mm mm. Just mm mm. You know, the way that somebody's like, you're, you're like, are you okay? You go touch them and they just like close their mouth and their eyes and they're just mm mm. Right. Mm-mm. Like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't need to tell you guys, this trip has been miserable thus far. Your standard adventurer, right? Most of you guys are used to being out on the road. It's it's just part of the gig. You, you, you're you out there, you're either on a horse or you're walking everywhere you need to be. Sometimes it's days or weeks in between towns where you can actually sleep in a bed and, and get a nice hot meal that's not something you caught that day and butchered yourself. And it's just, you're used to it. You, you, you could bathe in a stream or you, you, you something. This is a whole different animal. It's hot and sticky and sweaty, and now sandy, just covered in, in sand, head to toe. It's Every once in a while, you, you brush your hair, it's like, it's just falling into your eyes. It's, God damn it, I thought I got all that. And, and then, this would be a miserable situation if, on top of everything, you're dealing with Elorath's increased sickness. Kalun is exhausted, and the entire party is pushing on through the night instead of trying to get a good night's sleep. All of this is just terrible. On top of this, you're gonna get about uh, you're gonna get about six hours into the night, so it is early morning. Have any of you guys ever taken a really long road trip? Mm-hmm. 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 So, have you ever made the decision? It's like you know what? I we're not getting a hotel room. We're not doing it. We're not staying in a motel. We're just gonna push through the night. We're gonna save some money. Ugh. Yeah. The thing it's... is, I've never been the one pushing. Always, you know, mm. the kid in the back sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the nice position to be yeah. in. Just like. <sighs> but I'm, I'm guessing it's your parents. Like, have you ever seen their faces after the decision? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! Just I was asleep. Regret. Okay. Right. Okay. Speaking as someone who has done this, <laughs> regret what? is. When I've never seen this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking about? <laughs> It's, 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 it's like, oh man, <laughs> we should have stayed in a motel. Like there's regret 101 and then there's advanced regret. Right. When you're <laughs> almost falling asleep at the wheel and you're in the middle of Dakota, one of the Dakota, just, it's just like, I Doesn't don't know where we are. Doesn't matter which Dakota. No, nope. You, you eventually crash in a motel. You're not even sure what town or state you're in. It's just like, I, I don't even know, whatever. You wake up and you're like, where, hey, let's check the phone. Where are we? That type of thing. Six hours are going to go by. And someone's going to turn to Kaluna and it's like, hey, does this look right? Kaluna. <laughs> oh, no. Do me a favor. Roll a perception. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good to me. <laughs> Kaluna's going to say you. I imagine, like, Kaluna's just been woken up and then like... <gasps> Just alarmed. So it's going to be like, yep, stay the course. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, Doing fuck. great. I imagine it's one of the... It's, this used to happen to me a lot, where it's like, hey, it's time to get up for school. Okay, good. Like, you don't even process what's been said to you. You just respond. Right. And then you I'm, immediately fall back into a deep, deep sleep. I'd like to think this, uh, this happened in character. Because Avalyn, Avalyn, like as as the night pushed on and more like shit stacked against us, he's have he has his face this like he's getting more and more energetic, 
as things stack against us. So like he'll turn around to Kaluna while while Kaluna's sleeping. So the question is, where are we? Is that the question? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He he's gonna ask. He's gonna ask Kaluna like, he's gonna wake wake Kaluna up and say, "Where are we? Are we going Kaluna's the right response way?" Response will be, "Yeah, good." <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> it is, here's the here's the tough thing. It is damn near impossible to get sleep because. It's not okay when you're in a car. Or, okay, let's say your standard, you know, cart. You could do the thing where it's like every couple of hours. It's basically like taking shifts when you're sleeping in the woods, right? It's like you know mm-hmm. sometimes that that lull of like the the the, the horse cantering down the road, and it's like do 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 do, and it's just kind of like a gentle jostling, almost almost begging you to just kind of like okay, just just doze off. It's fine. This continues to be the shittiest venture you guys have taken thus far <laughs> because the fucking cart's getting stuck every 10 minutes and it's like alright we're sunk again someone's gotta get up and it's like Ugh. so you imagine sleeping and then like the entire fucking cart dips to the side and then dips back the other way while someone's trying to push and someone's cursing behind you it's like just go the horse is exhausted it's getting slower this is not going well it is about, let's say, uh, three in the morning-ish. Would the decision be to just keep pushing? I ugh, I don't want it to be meta at all, and I just wonder if at some point Merrick would also want to make sure we're heading in the right direction. But that that's feels meta. Our navigator is asleep. I don't think that's meta at that point. Yeah, because right. if Kaluna were thing, up going, yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally know the right way, and we just didn't know that they were on drugs or something, yeah. that would be meta. But the fact that Kaluna is actively asleep, I think yeah. that is fine. And I think anything, like, yeah, go ahead. Merrick would know that like Kaluna was fucked up. So it's like they're asleep. They're not mentally sound right now. So I would imagine... If anyone would second guess them, it would be Merrick. Yeah, just as a as a rule, kind of like just to make sure Kaluna is paying attention. I think this probably happens a lot for a lot of little things, but this is kind of a big thing, right? I I feel like Merrick would, especially if he's trying to help get like let's go, we gotta go, we gotta go. I think he would want to make sure he's not going to be blind about it. Well, then do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Roll a survival check. Okay. There you go. 18. Eric's... Everything that Charles told you, right? And it's like, okay, look. He's not there to to show you the exact way to go. But he's like, okay, you're gonna look out for these signs. Here you go. Probably write some stuff down, right? Mm -hmm. Eric's gonna look around and start taking a tally of stuff. It's like this, this. and, And start referring to this like, none of this is right. This isn't right. Um, the, you know, the sky should be in this position. We should be able to, you know, we should be, you know, broadside of the ocean. And, the, and this isn't right. We're getting turned around. And Merrick's going to, it's going to slowly dawn on Merrick. It's like, we've probably been headed, we've been heading in the wrong direction now for hours. Oh, no. Uh, does Merrick say this? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> so here's what I've done on road trips before when this exact thing has happened. Hmm. Uh, Merrick will, presuming that he's kind of guiding the horse or whatever and helping, 
he would just start slowly turning it towards the direction where he <laughs> thinks we should be going and sort of starting to arc yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, if he feels like Avalan is kind of like, what's what's up? Oh, no, that's like for sure. If you're if you're guiding the horse, Avalan is right there next to you. Just like okay. he's basically he basically looks like he's on blood route at this point. He's okay. back to okay. vintage okay. Avalan. Like, well, he is losing it. OK. <laughs> Let's do a thing. Avalan, roll a perception check to see if you'd notice. Okay. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, perception. I'd say on a 15 or higher, you're going to you're gonna pick up. Oh. oh, shit. Well, then. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a 16. Yeah, so as we're turning, and you're, like, slowly turning, Avalan is going to be like, wait, where are we going? Kaluna said it was straight, straight away. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, no, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No. He's... Uh, Merrick... So, Merrick's... You've had this feeling where the blood just, like, drains out of your head when you realize, like, oh, my God. Like, I just made a yeah, horrible heart mistake. Sinking. Yeah. yeah. So, he's going to be starting to turn a little bit. Now, it's not like a right, like a 90-degree turn. It's just more like a, I'm going to do this slow. going to arc around. We're going to get back on track. It's going to be fine. Avalyn notices. And Merrick's going to just say... He's not going to even say anything. He's going to just start shaking his head in a, in a like, um, no, uh, mm, mm, mm. and he's going to point in the direction where we should be headed, and he's just going to shake his head with his eyes wide open, like, dude, this we just fucked up. Avalyn's mouth is agape. He can't even comprehend how much time they lost. Says like he doesn't know. He doesn't know how. Uh, <laughs> Close they are, so. Merrick is going to lift his finger to his lips and just go, shh. Avalyn, it, like, you basically cast cast a whole person on him. He's, <laughs> uh, like, he's, Merrick's, he's just going to, he's going to, his, his hand is still pointing, right? He's, he's pointing in that direction. He's just going to go, shh. He's going to say, there's nothing we can do but get back on track. Let's go. We got to, we got to, we got to hurry. We've got to go. I assume like we're whispering this. Yeah, it's like kind of like like just between you and me, buddy. Like it's okay. We got a little turned around, but we got to go. And and there's no point in getting in arguments with anybody. And nobody needs to get scared. And the last thing we need to do is make her feel like she's not going to have a chance. So just between you and me, we're going to arc around and we're going to get back on track and we're going to make up for lost time. Okay. Cool. Evelyn looks at you with like the wide, glossy eyes, and he says, "Merrick, we've used half our water." And he's gonna sit back and accept fate. <laughs> I don't think Merrick would have anything to say to that other than just sort of look straight ahead and just yeah. Sort of I, back I assume we road. do that thing like you know, like when you're like two kids that got into like a, sh- a shitload of trouble, and you're like, yeah. We're about to get a spanking. Well, yeah. you just kind of yeah. sit back and wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're doing. That's it. It's like, shit, you're right. Well, see what happens. That's it. I, I don't think Merrick would call it out to anybody else, and I think he would He would just not – there's just no point in making anybody um, – None at all. And I think we both get, get, get that. upset or, or concerned, right? It's just like, this. what are we going to do? To clarify the situation, uh, for those of you out home, uh, or in the call, that might have been a little lost, 
the decision was made to push through the night. Now, not only does that mean that party members aren't getting proper rest, thanks to this miscalculation, you pushed through the night without rest to go in a different direction than where you needed to go. Things are not looking great at the moment. Thankfully, at least the weather is is a little bit better. Clara. Yes? Could you do me a favor? Roll a flat d20 for me. Do I have to? Yes. <sighs> Technically, we've entered a new day of travel. <sighs> Yay! Yay! 15! I did it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way happier about that than I should be because I was really <laughs> scared. <laughs> you guys are going to travel for another hour. And suddenly the cart is going to get stuck again. Mm. Now, this has happened several, several times. This is not out of the ordinary. Uh, and I would imagine, I'd imagine at this point, it's like a crying baby. It's like someone just looks like, hey, it's your turn. I got the last one. That type of thing. Who would, uh, who would jump out of the cart to try and wrestle, wrestle with this, this thing and just get it, you know, get it out of this hand, get it over this hump? Clara can do it. I imagine it was Merrick and Avalon up front driving the cart because mm. they just had that talk. So, okay, Clara is going. Clara's going to do. I, I imagine this has happened many times. So Clara's just going to sort of like get underneath this cart and just sort of try and lift one of the the wheels here. It's like okay, and you know someone's going to be up front. You could be Merrick. You know, uh, just kind of like okay, okay, and get the horse to go and yep. get over this hump. Clara, do me a favor and roll perception. I rolled a six, but it's a five because of my perception being the worst. Clara is going to be pushing this cart, and there's a there's a it's it's a little it's a little more resistant than usual. Usually, it's it's you got to lift up a bit and kind of get over. Right. It's, it's just not quite. It's like, oh, this is really stuck. What the hell? And then the cart's just going to give way all of a sudden and and be pulled free. And Clara's going to try and keep up with the cart, and then hit something with her boot and trip and kind of fall over. Oh, no. And Clara's going to look down at, at you know, the instinctually, it's like, what the hell did I trip over? Because I wasn't sand. It's a skull. Good. What would Clara's reaction be? <sighs> I honestly thought it was going to be a sandworm. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I want to make a canon that the reason that her perception is so bad is because she grew up in the dark, and it's really fucking bright out here. It's, it's like nighttime she... right now, but... Oh, right. Never mind. <laughs> no, oh, moon, oh this sucks. That moon is... Uh... <laughs> it's really, moon is it's so a really bright. bright moon. It will be okay. burnt. You have been on the road all day and pushing into the night. You're probably yeah. exhausted. Everyone is. Right. So, honestly, I feel like she would kind of just let the cart go forward a bit, and then check out the situation, and if it doesn't seem bad, she wouldn't even tell anybody. Because it's the same thing like what Merrick just said, where it's like, why make everyone nervous? But the smart part of her is like, well, let's check for water and see if they have any money. And, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> checking this thing out, it is a skull attached to a body, uh, firstly. No flesh, right? No. This okay, has been, cool. yeah, this has been stripped clean. <laughs> We just uh, run into another slock fever fucking... No, 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 no. Just wear your gloves. 
so it's a so if it's one of those things like you try and brush some of the sand off of it just to check it mm-hmm. out it's wearing armor um and it's carrying stuff like it's it's probably in all in all honesty it's probably an adventurer or someone who just got lost or separated and you know didn't get out right, important question yeah is its armor nicer than mine <laughs> Uh, I would say due to the elements, nope. Okay. Um, this is more a leather armor type thing. It does have, um, it does have kind of like, uh, like a pack on it and some belts and stuff. And it's the way it fell. It looks like it was reaching out or something, and it just, it just, uh, one arm is extended above its head, like it was maybe crawling, something like that. And in its skeletal kind of clawed grip it's it's it was wearing gloves like uh, fingerless gloves mm-hmm. and there's something in its right hand can i can i take a real close look at it um, without, without taking it you sure can roll a perception check for me that's not fair it's well you're looking <laughs> hey better not um good he, but like better <laughs> He seems to be holding, um, it, it, it seems to be ho- just dressed like a man, seems to be holding, uh, it, it's sticking out on either side of its fist is, um, like a very polished, like a black figurine type of thing. It seems to be made out of like some sort of precious stone. Uh, and if nothing else, it's probably worth some kind of money. Uh, it looks like all of this dude's possessions are still on him. Like, Weapon, armor, stuff like that. It looks like it's been pretty beaten up by, you know, sand and such. But his packs are still closed. Dude, you guys might not really like Clara right now. Because realistically, I think what she would do is just kind of bury the body and walk away. Unless someone else sees this. Does any How If long? anyone else notices... like. I imagine she does pause to look at the body. She doesn't want to make anyone nervous, but she'll pause. Well, and okay. then if she's going to go bury it, then that would make her pause for even longer. But well, like realistically, uh, normally the way this works is someone gets out of the cart and it's like, okay, and we're back on the road, hop back in the cart and move on. Right. Even you stopping and looking to see what's in this, 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 this like brushing it off, and then it's like, oh, it's got something to say. Even that amount of time is probably like you know, a minute or two, which is longer than how you'd normally right. stop. And it is an open cart. It's not like there's no yeah. cover on it. So everyone can see what I'm doing. If anyone would like to come out, I just don't think that she wouldn't take anything if she didn't have a use for it. Like she wouldn't take jewelry or anything like that. She'd only take money, armor, weapons. Well, I figure everyone's basically, at the very least, Merrick's waiting for you to get back in the cart, so he'd be looking to, it's like, Ian, okay, let's go. Because this has happened a bunch. Yeah, yeah you know how Avalon, he's checking his uh, imaginary watch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Merrick would be looking in the rearview mirror, so he would he would immediately, <laughs> if there's anything and he felt like... Corpses in uh, the mirror maybe <laughs> closer than they appear. <laughs> If if Merrick thought that Clara was looking at something or like something was wasn't right quite right, he would at least say, "Clara, what's up? Do you like slap the horse on the ass to make it honk?" I slap your ass. <laughs> if she's causing concern, then she'll just be honest. Be like, "We have a body back here," and I imagine she's fl- like flipping it over into a dignified position as she says that. 
Because mm. there's no way to really, like, they, they wouldn't be able to dig deep enough for it to stay buried, really. Right. And as you do that, um, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be, like, insects and stuff, like, kind of crawling out of the skull, just kind of, because they, they kind of made a home there, that type of thing. So you got, you got things like ants and stuff kind of like coming out of the eye socket and uh, as you flip it over obviously this arm is going to be fairly rigid and it's going to it's going to kind of flop over and that figurine is going to pop off uh, and just kind of you know fall into the sand and uh, these packs are just they're going to make that 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 kind of jingly sound of like this this, this person was loaded for bear and yeah if you're going to roll him over on his back I want to go on the record saying that really grosses Brianna out because I hate bugs, but Clara is completely unfazed. Okay. Merrick would definitely jump down after knowing that there's something going on back there with a, with a body and would just come straight up and say like, oh, what do we got here? looks like you didn't bring enough water. Hmm. Well, let's check. And Merrick's going to take his, <laughs> take his uh, morning star mace thing and, poke around a little bit mm. more bugs more bugs. <laughs> uh actually yeah a lot of bugs a lot of sand that type of thing um there's some jingling yeah just trying to get a look at, at whatever effects this person had yeah there's some jingling uh coming from the pack that's uh almost a fanny pack type thing on the side uh which sounds like that's probably where this person stored their gold. The rest of this, the backpack is filled with a lot of the same stuff you guys are carrying. You know, you got your bedroll and stuff like that. It also smells like there was some kind of food-ish in there uh, at one time. A lot of bugs in there. Hmm. Miracle pick up the fanny pack. Okay. And I would imagine this is the thing where you're brushing off sand, you're brushing yeah, off exactly. Uh, like, how do you open yeah. it up? Like, like yeah, you untie it. What is this thing? And just kind of yeah. like, go, just go straight for it. And in this little fanny pack, you are going to, you're going to find some some rolled up scrolls, like uh, little ones, like the kind that people keep, uh, like notes, like running like a series of notes, almost like um, like a daily diary type thing. Each one of these scrolls would represent a day in this person's life, and. You're also going to find about f about about forty gold. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so Merrick's going to take the scrolls mm -hmm. and and put those in his in a little pouch or something. Not he's not hiding this. He's just like, oh, cool. Yeah. He's just putting them in a pocket. But he's going to take the fanny pack with the gold and you know tie it up a little bit or whatever pouch it is, and then um, he's going to go over to Elrath and plop it down next to Elrath and say, this is for the cleric. Ooh. That's smart. What is it? Uh, that's going to be your cleric's payment to cure your disease. You're welcome. Actually, <laughs> Clara's well. Wait. You should thank Clara. Thank you know you. what I'm saying. <laughs> right. She would. She'd give you like an exhausted, like half-hearted like smile. Say thanks. There's sand on this too. <laughs> Sweetheart. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I imagine we're all just like anytime we see sand that's like not on the ground, we're just like, oh, sand. Oh, it's God. It's here old. too. God, I spy why? with my little eye. While you're doing that, Clara's going to 
be down an obvious prayer, and she'll kind of look at you while you're doing that, but she definitely doesn't say anything. It doesn't look judgmental, it's just kind of like, ah, and get back to praying. And then when she's done, she'll just leave him in the most dignified position she can and get back to the cart. Merrick's going to just take one more sort of poke through anything, see if there's anything of use for, especially for the journey that they're on to get to Onakal. You also um, might find that statue. Well, I was about to say, is that there any... obviously cursed statue? <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> is there, is there any anything else? Um, and does I'm assuming that he would see that statuette. It kind of stands out, especially on the sand. Uh, sand being sort of a bright white, and uh, the statue would kind of pop on on that. Yeah. What color is it again? It is jet black, except yeah. for um, there's something. It, it almost looks like two gemstones, right? Because the inner gemstone kind of has a green tint to it, like a, almost a jade. Whereas this, this, the, it's tough to see where that. It's almost a. It's almost like a glow, but the outside is this very meticulously carved statuette about. It's got a little bit of weight to it, but it fits neatly in the palm of your hand. It's not uh, not super large, and it's of this uh, it's of this cloaked figure, kind of raising its arms above its head, uh, but the face is obscured. Long, long, billowy cloaks. Again, all of the folds of this cloak are just meticulously crafted and polished to a shine. Even though it's been exposed to the elements, it's still in great shape. Ah, oh, okay. Well. Merrick's going to definitely, I mean, Clara didn't care about picking it up. So Merrick's just going to grab it and, and, and take a really good look at it. Is there any sort of like an arcana check or anything like that? That is there anything more to this other than it just being a statuette that he could tell? You could run an arcana check if you like. Uh, okay, I'll do it. Can I run intimidation on it or? <laughs> you can bark at it if you want. Okay. <laughs> okay, 16 for arcana. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's magical or anything like that. Although, Merrick had, it would have never seen uh, a gemstone quite like this. This is it, it looks to be a gemstone anyway. Either that or, or just um, very, very polished stone of some sort. Either way, Merrick's never seen this material. And someone, somewhere, or a team of people took a lot of care in, in crafting this. Like, okay... Do you ever want to order a figurine offline or something like that? Like, say you're a real nerd. I don't think anybody <laughs> listening to this show would be a real nerd. Nah. But you get your you get your cheap knockoff one for like fifty bucks, and it's like ah, it's pretty good. Or you can order that gorgeous three hundred dollar model that that comes mm. from the source. That that type of thing. This would be like oh, this is a series of like one. Someone took a lot. This was not mass produced. Wow. Okay. Well, just to be clear about Merrick's motivations here. He's going to think, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool little thing. I have no idea what it is. I don't know if it's expensive, really, or not. Looks like it's pretty cool and kind of whatever. But he's going to pick it up and just put it in a pouch or something and kind of just think of it as a souvenir. So there's there's no motivation. Like, this is going to be this is going to be expensive, and I'm oh, going to keep this. It's just going to be like, oh, that's, that's cool. This is a cool little thing. Maybe this will you know, be something cool to look at later. So he's going to stick it in a pouch. But again, not secretive. He's just going to sort of just do it. <laughs> Go in the chat. A souvenir of this awful, shitty trip so we can remember it forever. <laughs> and then at that point, he's just going to just say a couple of uh, cleric words over the body. And then uh, just for a second or two, a couple seconds, 
sort of the bare minimum, and then he's going to jump back on the on the cart. Merrick's going to do some math. At at your current rate, uh, based on all the hardships that you've uh, you've encountered so far, and if you can uh, you can keep things on track and not get lost again, Merrick estimates that you are about two and three quarter days away from on a call. Problem with that is that you have about a day, maybe a day and a half's worth of water. I think that is a good time for us to stop <gasps> for the night. Oh no! Dun dun dun! Mm, boy, I'm so glad Colum is the one who got everyone killed. No, no, it wasn't Kaluna. It was you know a series of decisions because you know I, I was the one mainly pushing like to you know I can keep pushing forward. In the night, and everybody was already tired. Dude, you know, it's look. It's everything led up to this moment, and it's yeah. fine. Yeah, we're gonna do I mean, it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not scared at all. Myself. I was laughing. We got a lot of delicious uh, party members here, you know. Oh yeah. When push when push oh, comes. Oh no! Who up, would get eaten first? LRS, go for it. No. No. Plenty of Just saying. <laughs> it's not even about the fact that they were friends or anything. It's just like ew. Yeah, I know. This was like, mm-hmm. Though I bet she'd be tender. Me would fall right off that bone. Uh, 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 <laughs> that was gross uh, and hilarious. Well seasoned. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Dungeons and Randomness. We are supported by all the folks over on Patreon. JC came out and told you guys last week about all the cool stuff that we were planning to upload after Dragon Con, and I am here to tell you that we have. We have uploaded all the panels that JC and I have been on, as well as the Beastery, which is new content that we just added to Patreon based on your survey answers, as well as a special in-person game that Jason, Jasper, Kelsey, Ian, and I, yes, that's all of us, that we all played during Dragon Con, and it is just funny and fantastic. We got to actually see each other. It's just a great time. That said, here's a clip from one of our panels at Dragon Con from Dungeon Mastery 101, by far our biggest panel. Even even when we were doing episode one, we started with a we started with a module, uh, keeping the Shadowfell, and I hated it just because not because it's a bad module at all. Uh, we started in 4E, that was a mistake, and then we, <laughs> we, we, uh, we kind of moved forward from there. I didn't like the rigidity of it. I didn't like having everything planned out. I wanted to start uh, doing things and failing on my own and figuring it out. Um, but I have this petrifying fear, and I, I want to know how many people will feel this in the audience. I have a petrifying fear that the players are going to point to an area or want to do a thing, and then in my head it's like, I didn't plan for that. <laughs> Hands up for anybody who feels... Thank you, I'm not insane. Um, <laughs> I, I have had a petrifying fear that that's where the world came from because I just didn't want anybody to point to an area and say, I want to go there, and I go, well, that's under construction, and <laughs> not be able to go there. Um, 
If you want to hear more content like that, including six more panels on top of the Dungeon Mastery 101, please go and support us on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you get a bunch of extra content. I think $5 gets you all the panels. And you should also follow us over on Facebook and on Twitter. That's where we post the most. That is where we are the most active. And if you really want to be a part of things, we have a fan page on Facebook and a special page on Discord for patrons where we talk about episodes and we try to communicate a lot with listeners on those platforms. So please follow us and please keep supporting us on Patreon because that's what helps us do what we do. Thank you all so much and we will see you next week.